0: I couldn't work out why the frisbee was getting bigger and bigger. Then it hit me. In this podcast, I'm going to give you 16 tips of things you can do if you're feeling anxious or angry. That Mind Matters. Helping men safely navigate family life without losing their minds. Two podcasts every week on a Monday and a Thursday. I decided to start this podcast because I wanted to create an online community to support people, specifically dads, and specifically dads like myself, who often struggle with their mental health. If that sounds like something you'd like to support, please follow my podcast, or if you're watching this on my YouTube channel, please hit subscribe. I've struggled my own mental health on and off since my teens, with intrusive thoughts and general anxiety, which has led to depression. A lot of these tips are things I've tried or researched myself. Tip number one, one of the best things you can do when you're feeling stressed to calm yourself down is focus on your breathing. Quite often when you're stressed or anxious, you tend to take in more oxygen, which can lead you to hyperventilate. If I'm feeling really stressed and anxious, quite often taking 10 breaths for a count of two on the inhale and a count of three on the exhale can really help. Tip number two, admit that you're feeling anxious or angry. It's okay to feel anxious or angry. There are lots of situations in life when that's the appropriate response. Giving yourself a hard time because you're feeling anxious about something or something's triggered you and you're feeling angry doesn't help. In times like this when you're struggling, you need to be your biggest supporter, not your biggest critic. Tip number three, challenge your thoughts. As I said before, I've struggled with intrusive thoughts for years. So this is something I've done in the past with relative success. So when I say challenge your thoughts, I mean, ask yourself some questions. Questions like, is it likely to happen? I'm lucky enough to work on Brighton Beach and quite often I go for a swim in the sea. It's not rare for me to step on what's probably a sharp shell and convince myself that it wasn't a shell, but a hypodermic needle and I've contracted some deadly disease. Challenging my thoughts and asking myself questions like, is it likely to happen? Is this a rational thought? Has this ever happened to me in the past? And finally, what's the worst that can happen? And if it did, could I handle it? Asking these questions doesn't take all the stress away, but it helps to rationalize it. I often like to think of my anxious mind as a bit like a toddler, a toddler who wants your attention or wants some reassurance. So give it some attention and some reassurance. Trying to ignore these thoughts or pretend they're not there really doesn't work. If it makes it worse. I often get intrusive thoughts when driving. For example, if I've just driven over what I could see was a pothole, I can convince myself it wasn't a pothole, it was a person or an animal. Asking myself some questions like, did you see anyone? Did you see a pothole? Did you hear anything? Tip number four, do an activity releases the anger or the anxiety. For example, going for a walk or a run is going to help you release serotonin, which is going to help you feel better and calm you down. Tip number five, visualize yourself being calm. Sometimes you've got to see it to be it. This works really well alongside a breathing technique. So, for example, close your eyes, focus on your breathing, breathing in for two and out for three, and picture yourself looking calm, feeling calm, maybe somewhere where you feel calm, like on a beach or going for a walk or being with your family, and you might find that really helps to calm you down. Tip number six, think it through. As I said before, you've got to be your biggest supporter, not your biggest enemy. So if someone upsets you at work, or you have an argument with your partner, maybe think, am I really going to let this comment upset me? Am I really going to give them the satisfaction of seeing that they've upset me? Because if I do, then they've won. Whereas if I can laugh it off or ignore it completely, then I've won. Or maybe ask yourself, am I going to worry about this in a week's time? Am I going to care about this tomorrow? Am I even going to remember about this tomorrow? If so, then it really isn't worth worrying about now. Tip number seven, and this works especially well with angry toddlers. If you're feeling anxious or angry or stressed, change your focus. Quite often when our youngest is having an absolute meltdown, I pick him up, give him a cuddle, but take him into a different room or go into the garden. Physically taking him away from the area or the room where he's getting himself crossed can really help. That can be just as effective for you. If you find yourself getting into an argument and it's escalating, leave, physically leave the room. You're well within your rights to excuse yourself. You're well within your rights to saying, I really don't feel comfortable in this conversation. I'm going to leave before I say or do something I regret. You're well within your rights to leave the room or leave the house. Just physically go somewhere else. If you're having an argument, the best thing to do sometimes is physically put some time and space between you. Tip number eight, have a centering object. I've never tried this myself, but other people swear by it. Having something they can focus on or hold when they're feeling stressed can really help. Tip number nine, relax your body. It's ultimately your mind that's making you cross or anxious. Sometimes changing your body position or your stance or doing some stretches or doing some particular moves not only can take your mind off whatever it is that's stressing you out or upsetting you, but can physically help you help to release some knots and tension and calm you down. This may not be something you want to do in the middle of a supermarket, but doing a power stance can really help. Standing with your feet wide apart, with your arms stretched up above your head, taking some deep breaths, smiling, closing your eyes, looking upwards can really help. Tip number 10, drop your shoulders. Quite often people at work comment that I've got my shoulders all bunched up and I'm not even aware of it. Just releasing some knots and some tension. Just sitting up straight, keeping your head up. Having bad posture is not going to make you feel more calm and confident. Looking down does not make you feel stronger. Tip number 11. Listen to music. The saying, music can soothe the savage beast, is pretty accurate. As well as calming you down, music can do all sorts of things to shift your perspective, calm you down, make you feel more positive, make you feel energised. For example, I find that listening to music when I'm doing housework can make it a much more enjoyable experience. Or listening to music when I'm going for a run can make it much easier. Or listening to music when I'm doing weight training can make me feel much more motivated. Tip number 12, dance it out. Again, you may not want to do this in public or in a supermarket, but actually, why not? Dancing is a fantastic way of reducing stress and anxiety in lots of ways. It's exercise, you're creating serotonin, you're creating endorphins, you're giving your brain all the chemicals it needs to calm down and feel better. Quite often, if I'm feeling a bit low, I put on some music and I dance around the kitchen with the kids. The combination of all the things I've just mentioned, plus the fact that they often get the giggles, is enough to help me shift my perspective to a much more positive and calmer place. Tip number 13, watch funny videos. I've got a number of memes saved to my phone that really make me laugh. People falling over or getting words wrong or doing daft things in public can really help. If something can make you laugh, save it to your phone. Tip number 14, write it down. The creative outlet of journaling or writing a blog, or just keeping a journal of your own thoughts and worries and concerns can really help. Getting it down on paper or into a Word document can give it a perspective, can help to make you look at it rationally, can really help to take it out of your head. And you never know, it might turn into a novel, I've just written a book called First Time Dads. It's basically a 42-week guide on how to look after your mental health and how to support your partner. That started as a journal. And it may not be a bestseller. It may not make me lots of money. But if it helps to give one or two other people a bit of a perspective and maybe a laugh, then it's a good thing. And I'm glad I did it. Tip number 15, talk to a friend. A problem shared really is a problem halved. Talking to a friend who you know and trust, who knows you well enough to give you a... Positive and kind perspective, or maybe even pull your legs slightly to make you realize actually it's not such a big deal, can really help. Quite often, when I've shared my problems with my friends and they've said that they've just been through something similar or they're going through something similar, I just realize I'm not alone. I'm not the only person who's struggling with something at the moment. And tip number 16 spend time with a pet. Interacting with a furry friend has been proven to decrease levels of the stress hormone cortisol and your blood pressure. If you're lucky enough to have a dog and go for a walk and have a really good rant and offload your problems to another living thing can really help. As I said, I've just written a book called First Time Dad. If you'd like a completely free digital version of the book, just email me at mydadmissions at gmail.com. All I would ask for is that you give it an honest review on Amazon once you've had a look at it. I hope wherever you're on the world, you're okay. Take care. Dad Mind Matters, helping men safely navigate family life without losing their minds. Two podcasts every week on a Monday and a Thursday. My book, First Time Dad A 42 Week Guide to Pregnancy, is available in Kindle and paperback form on Amazon and an audiobook form on Audible. To sign up for my monthly newsletter, please visit my website, www.dadmindmatters.com.